Hello and welcome back to Podcast Interference. We've had week three and uh, yeah, we've we've had a few players that have kind of come back uh, to the former glory and we've had some players who have underperformed yet again. Um, but overall, it's been it's been another another interesting week. How did you how did you find it? How have you fared in your leagues this week, Jack? Uh, pretty pretty well on the whole. Um, yeah, very very happy with some performances. Um, some some players, like you said, returning to their former glory after sticking by them for two weeks. Um, others um, very disappointed, but we'll we'll discuss that shortly. <laughs> Yeah, we will. So, just for everybody listening, Jack is not in his usual location. He is, he's gone on holiday, so this is going to be a rapid-fire, quick-round podcast episode where we'll try and cover as much as we can in this short space of time as possible. So, we will begin, I think, by maybe going through the top ten scorers of the week and maybe choosing a few people that we thought should have done a lot better. Um, so, the best, the best score... The best asset that you could have had this week, as far as fantasy points was concerned, uh, came in the form of Josh Allen. He has returned in a blaze of glory to being the chosen one once again. Yeah, it was a it was a fantastic performance from Allen. Um, it was only a matter of time, um, and I have actually had someone in one of my other leagues who the previous week managed to somehow trade for Josh Allen for Zach Wilson and a couple of other players which I'm very annoyed about. It was oh. it was never in it was never in doubt for me. He was always going to come back to a to a blaze of glory. He's he's too good a player not to. This is just the start of things to come. Um so yeah, expect a lot more of this from Josh Allen especially next week against the Texans. Yeah, I mean I think his his upside has always been his ability to just run it in. Uh, to the end exactly. zone, and he managed to do that this week, which was which was good to see. But four four passing touchdowns in combination with that five touchdowns total for for Josh Allen is just yeah, that's the kind of Couldn't that's the kind of performance we exactly we've been expecting this, and and it's kind of it's arrived. Now the second place uh, fantasy asset, at least as far as our league scoring goes, came in the form. Of somebody who I was not expecting, um, it's Mike Williams who came out with thirty-four points, which is you know he's beaten Keenan Allen there for for that wide receiver one spot in the uh, in the Chargers receiving core. Yeah, I think the the issue for um, Williams has always been sort of consistency, um, but this season he's really started to prove it. Like you said, as a as an Allen owner, I'm. Not happy that he's he's outperforming him, but it you know it is fantastic for the Chargers. It's fantastic for Williams. Seven for one twenty-two and two touchdowns is a is an absolute mega performance. And you know the fact that they beaten the Chiefs. I watched the game. It was it was an incredible performance from from Williams all the way up to Herbert. So I think going forward he's going to be an absolute steal for a lot of people who drafted him in those late rounds. Oh, definitely. I think thanks has to be given as well to that Chargers defense, just keeping yeah. keeping Pat Mahomes kind of contained. He he put up a decent stat line, but nothing exceptional for for a quarterback of his caliber. So the fact that they they shut out the Chiefs, which you know arguably the best, maybe maybe second best offense in in the league, and they were slowed down by the Chargers. You you can't really uh, you can't really go wrong with. With having the charges, uh, you couldn't have really gone wrong with having the charges last week, just with the way that they they performed. So, 
great job uh, for the defence there to, to give the opportunity, I guess, to, yeah. to the likes of Herbert Two and picks. Williams. Yeah. Two picks for Pat Mahomes, yeah. Which is more, you know, he was out outgunned by, uh, by uh, Herbert this by week. Herbert. Yeah, fantastic performance. Um, I mean, Herbert is fourth overall on the week for points, so he... He's someone we'll be well. Someone we can talk about now, I guess, is just you know what a difference between between him this week and the yeah. and the previous couple of weeks. He's he's come back into form too. Yeah, I mean the the stat line was incredible. Twenty six for thirty eight, nice high completion percentage, four touchdowns, no turnovers, and he he did at the end of the day he outdueled Mahomes. Mahomes threw two very poor interceptions. Um, it it wasn't. Good enough, especially given the the gravity of the of the game and the situation. Herbert outplayed him flat out, um, and if you were a Herbert owner, you were you were very very happy. He looked good in the clutch, and the charges. Although the especially in the fourth quarter, I was a bit questionable to whether they'd go for it on that that fourth and that fourth and four when when they had the penalty. But it turned out to be a good decision, and he, he played fantastic. So yeah, Herbert fantastic. Mahomes owners. Although it was a good stat line, I am a little concerned for the Chiefs, especially given they've lost they've lost three out of the last four. Yeah, I mean, one of those is obviously the Super Bowl, where they were kind of against yeah. a very <laughs> a very optimal uh, sort of top of the range version of the the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But as you say, I think the the other losses are, yeah. are somewhat worrying, especially because you know the Ravens have never been able to to really beat the Chiefs in especially in you know no, this loss in September for for mm-hmm. Mahomes is, is a huge thing his first ever September loss and uh, now he's had two um, yeah the fact that the Chargers beat them the, the first interception was off a no look pass which was just Mahomes been cocky really I think if he'd if he'd <laughs> just looked then he yeah he if I don't think he quite understood the gravity of, of what he did. I think he he almost thought, oh, you know, I'm playing the Chiefs, uh, the Chargers this week, so uh, so yeah, it was going to be a walk in the park, but it really hasn't been. So I think we were a bit of a fork in the road for the Chiefs. Either they kind of continue down this route where their hubris kind of gets in the way of them putting up decent scores, or they go back, uh, go back to training, really kind of work hard this week and and, and get their heads yeah. together and just come out fighting and, and win the majority of the rest of the games. Um, they really do need to kind of pull themselves together a little bit, to be honest, because although they are doing well, they should do much better. Um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll hopefully see Mahomes return to form next week and, and put up much, much better numbers. But who knows? Uh, two interceptions isn't isn't a good, good thing to take home for Not any quarterback. All. But, you know, for, for a, a guy of Mahomes caliber it's very disappointing uh third overall was Devonte adams which you know we were kind of we've been expecting this for a long time too i mean it's, it's taken a while for him to kind of reach the lofty coming. heights of, of 32 points but he made it there 12 catches on 18 targets 132 yards and uh a touchdown there so very good uh, for for Adams, and it's also nice to see that Aaron Rodgers' week one performance, and in compa- in comparison to his week two performance, and now week three Thank performance God. was just an outlier. It's it's not a sign of things to come. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Adams was Adams was fantastic. Rodgers was fantastic. Jones was fantastic. 
as it turns out, 37 seconds is genuinely too much to leave on the clock <laughs> against Rodgers. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, there was there was that Snapchat of the, the Packers fan in the stands at, at 37 seconds saying that's too much time. And he was, he was spot on. Um, Rodgers was fantastic in the clutch. No turnovers again. Adams was his go-to guy. And again, there was there was some throws for Rodgers that were just, you know, no one else apart from maybe Pat Mahomes can make. So, yeah, fantastic performance from the Packers. The week one against the Saints is is truly, was truly an outlier, I think. Yeah, well, we'll hope so, especially uh, those of us who are Rodgers owners um, and Adams owners, indeed. Yeah. And the next player is another, he's a guy who keeps cropping up in this uh, this top wide receiver sort of dialogue at the minute and that's Cooper Cup. He's he's playing very well. And his his kind of chemistry with uh with Matt Stafford I mean it's it's second to none. So they take the place of fifth and sixth, Stafford being sixth. So they had a had a monster game too, uh with a with a very nice win. Yeah, I mean I, I must admit I always thought it was gonna be a close game. Um but Stafford was was near perfect. Um, only missed on eleven passes, four touchdowns, no picks. Cup after three weeks is is the clear wide receiver one. Um, you know, nine catches, ninety six and two touchdowns was was out and away the sort of the top spot. Um, I know Deshaun Jackson had sort of a weirdly good game with three catches, including a long touchdown. But um, any Cooper Cup. Owner is going to be very, very happy. Um, he's, he's Stafford's favourite tar- target by a, a long, long way, um, and I don't see that changing anytime soon. To be honest, so I think if you if you've got Cooper Cup, you are you are very happy at the minute. Yeah, I would agree. Um, he's he does seem to be the sort of target hog on that offense. Who knows? Maybe maybe Robert Woods will get a little look in at some point, but I'm I'm feeling quite sad about the fact that he's not. Um, so, yeah, Stafford <laughs> beat beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, MVP. <laughs> yeah, could could he have done that with the Lions? I think not. Um, definitely I think not. Going to the Rams has definitely given him a huge boost to, to value, yeah, productivity, massively. and I think to his own probably well-being, to be honest, being able to play for a team that can win. Um, <laughs> and then... The the first the first rookie uh, in the top ten list, a fantastic performance. It was great to watch him finally break out. Uh, was Najee Harris, yes. and he came in with uh, in our league scoring twenty nine points. Just to clarify, we do have a few little rules in our league scoring, don't we, Jack? Where if a player hits certain milestones, like a, a thousand bonus rushing points. yards or a thousand passing yards, we we add a bonus point on, uh, which Correct. is why our top ten might be slightly different to what is deemed the standard PPR top ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but Harris, yeah, he he went over uh, 102 yards receiving, and 14 attempts uh, rushing for 40 yards. But yeah, that it was his his ability to catch and run that was uh, that was what really brought his points up. 14 receptions on 19 targets. You can tell that Deontay Johnson was not playing this week. No, it was absolutely crazy. Um, I must admit, I've I've got him in in several of my seven leagues, and the the fourteen receptions really was it caught me by surprise. But nineteen targets, obviously, Roethlisberger in his in his later years, shall we say, is is certainly favor, favoring those easier passes. He didn't do much on the ground, but if he's going to get you know if he gets nineteen targets every week, Najee's in for a, a fantastic season. 
you know, he was top 10 and he, he didn't even get in the end zone. So I think if the targets keep going his way, I think the rushing at certain points with the matchups will get better. So yeah, I think Najee is going to be is going to be fantastic for those people who did commit to him. Yeah, I agree completely. And next up, we've got Tom Brady, who, despite losing, managed to put up a whopping 432 passing yards, uh, but for only one touchdown. Um, but he uh, he also managed to get one a little rushing touchdown as well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, as as a lot of people say, he's he's the best quarterback sneaker in football, um, which I, I I do promptly agree with. Um, you know, 41 of 55, 432, touchdown in the air and on the ground, um, which now sets him up perfectly to pass that 80,000 80, mark, the record, um, against the Patriots, which you couldn't really have written. So he was phenomenal, but at the end of the day, he, he did get outplayed by Stafford, and the rushing touchdown certainly does inflate those numbers. Yeah, great performance from him, despite the, the, lack, despite of, the uh, lack of victory. Um, and then we've got our sophomore uh, rookie record breaker, Mr. Justin Jefferson, coming in uh, with with a very nice little uh, stat line of nine catches on eleven targets for 118 yards and a touchdown. Yeah, Jefferson really showed out this uh, this week. Um, I mean, I, I knew it was bad, but I didn't expect the Seahawks defense to be this bad. Um, I think <laughs> not ju- it's not just the Vikings <laughs> an exceptional offense, is it? No, I mean, you, you don't don't get me wrong. Cousins, <laughs> Cousins has played out of his mind, even for someone who doesn't actually like him too much. Um, but you know, you know, Russell Wilson leads the league in passer rating, but they are also bottom in defensive rating. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, Justin Jefferson took took full advantage, um, and yeah, picked up right where he left off last year. It was a fantastic performance for for him, for Conklin, Thielen got in the end zone, Madison filling in for Cook had a good performance, and Cousins, I believe, still hasn't thrown an interception, which is just absolute ludicrous. <laughs> it's crazy. Are we on five <laughs> touchdowns for Adam Thielen now? I'm sure. It's I believe that's. I think that's correct. Which is yeah, it's crazy. They're having a you know that puts them at, at, you know, well, well in the mix in that division. I know they're one and two, but they have they've looked good to me. So we'll we'll see what happens with them. Yeah, and then we we kind of come to our number ten. There's a few notable uh, guys that I'd like to bring up afterwards, but but to close off the top ten, we've got Kareem Hunt, um, who again I think it's his involvement in the in the passing game the that's put his score up. So 81 yards on 10 attempts is pretty damn good anyway, but. Uh, and a touchdown, but yeah, six uh, six receptions on seven targets for seventy four yards is is crazy. You know that's good for a wide receiver. So to to have that in com- you know combination with your your yards uh, on the ground as well, it, there's no wonder he was in the top ten with the performance like that. Yeah, he did he did fantastically well, and it is that is the sort of the the tough thing with their backfield is I mean Chubb obviously is the lead back. He had 22 carries, but only 84 yards. Hunt only had 10, but 81 yards in the touchdown. Plus, Hunt is much stronger in the receiving game. Um, and I must admit, obviously, one one trade that happened in our league within the last week was I, I did trade for Kareem Hunt, um, 
which I'm very happy with. Um, the trade involves me getting Kareem Hunt and uh, Will Fuller in exchange for Tuba Hubbard and Robert Tonyan, uh, which I'm, I'm very happy with. I think Hunt long-term is going to be fantastic. He's good in the passing game. He's going to need to be as well as a security blanket for Mayfield. Um, so, yeah, buzzing with Hunt's performance and couldn't be happier I traded with him. Yeah, you, you did well there. Uh, for context, it was a trade with Lewis, who's got a very tight and needy team currently. Um, <laughs> hence, the hence I think you, you kind of... You benefited from his, his, uh, his needs there quite well. Um, okay, so then we kind of drop out of the top 10, but a couple of notable exceptions. I'm going to start with Ezekiel Elliott. He, he has returned to Good. form. He had a Good. nice 27 yards there. Uh, 95 yards on the ground over 17 attempts with two touchdowns, three catches on three targets for 21 yards. So he he's kind of putting up the numbers again. Pollard didn't outscore him for the first time this season. So thank God. <laughs> uh, a lot of people are going to be quite happy with that. Another notable uh, inclusion I think that we should probably mention is the Titan number one of the week uh, was Dalton Schultz, who kind of came out of nowhere, but he he was just yeah, yep. two touchdowns, 80 yards, six of seven receptions. Um, six of receptions of seven catches, apologies. Um, so he, yeah, he led that that Cowboys uh, sort of receiving core, uh, even as a tight end, you know, outscoring the likes of C.D. Lamb and Amari Cooper, which is uh, very surprising, but good to see for anybody who's kind of been streaming. He's a great streaming option from week to week because he, he does end up on the waiver wire semi-regularly, so... Yeah, I think he might be proving that he's worth a permanent spot on on some people's rosters. Although maybe mm. it was just a flash in the pan. Who knows? No, no, I, I think yeah, I think it's quite the opposite of that. I think for, for me, having watched the having watched the game, I think Prescott was absolutely lights out. Um, he only missed five passes. You know, as much as I do love the Eagles and I do love Jalen Hurts, you know, Prescott was was in a league of his own. Um, anyone for me who says he's he's not an elite quarterback is just chatting absolute rubbish. Um, no, he's great. He's, he's, he's absolutely fantastic. Um, don't get me wrong, I don't think every week um, Schultz is going to outscore uh, Lamb and Amari Cooper, but he is a, he's a solid option. And Zeke getting the 17 carries and the two touchdowns just restores that faith that I was, I was willing to keep in him. Um, um, I, I knew if I kept starting him at some point, he would he would come good, and he he did win me one of my matchups when it, in which I was trailing. So yeah, very happy for Zeke, and the the Cowboys are actually looking very very good for me. Uh, yeah, I can't I can't fault that assessment. Um, we'll head back over to the Vikings for a moment. Um, <laughs> speak, speaking of streaming options um, and kind of waiver wire pickups. Alexander Mattison was oh, was someone who fantastic. we were kind of saying, you know, if if he is on the waiver wire, pick him up because you know with Cook potentially out, he's he's a great great guy to pick up. He put up Cook numbers uh, that you couldn't really tell the difference between the guys, to be honest. No. Uh, so twenty six attempts for one hundred and twelve yards, six catches of eight receptions that went for fifty nine yards. The only thing he was missing off that resume What's was a touchdown. touchdown. Great yeah. great game from him. Yeah, fantastic game. Um, I think in that offense, he was always gonna gonna do well. Um, I picked him up off the waivers in in several leagues, and the the twenty four odd points he got me was fantastic. 
like you said, the only thing missing was the touchdown. But I think that it just goes to show how how well Cook will do when he when he does get back. Um, you know, Madison's good enough to start on most teams, um, but Cook being at that elite level um, is is going to be fantastic week in week out. But yeah, I was I was very impressed with Madison's performance, and I think what that does is. Is, is what I said in, in one of our group chats. I think at some point he's he's gonna have to be a starter for some for some team. He is he's that good, I think. Yeah, I agree with you completely. Um it, it just goes to show that the Vikings obviously have a have a fantastic backfield, even though Cook is the, the primary back, having a guy like Madison on hand to kind of pick up those games where Cook's not quite healthy enough to, to start. Yeah. They don't really have anything to worry about because they know they're handing the ball to somebody who is is just as reliable in many cases and i've got one final kind of guy to mention i guess uh from this week um and i don't know if you want to mention anybody after after this one but somebody who's just kind of surprised everybody uh especially after the 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 pre-season horrors uh is is jamar chase and he he is probably one of my star rookies i think of the year so far the fact that he's on his fourth touchdown uh fourth straight touchdown through three games uh you know he's racking up the points he's not had less than 14.4 uh the last well two of the last three games were 22 point games he's just he's playing incredibly well and his link up with joe burrow is just something to be admired so everything that people were saying it just goes to show that you can't believe preseason and and camp hype uh good or bad because it, it all comes down to how people perform on the day, and he is just outperforming everybody's expectations. Everybody. Yeah, completely agree. Obviously, as someone who um, invested quite highly in, in Dynasty formats, I was very happy to see sort of the last three games, him and Burroughs' connection is, is legit. Um, like I said, I think I did read a stat somewhere where they do the lead the league in in terms of their connection with a wide receiver, in terms of passer rate, and, you know, he's 11 catches, 220 yards. That's 20 yards a catch, plus the four touchdowns. The first catch, especially, where he stretched out in the end zone against the Steelers was fantastic. Um, So, yeah, all all that sort of hoodoo against him not being able to catch is gone. He is going to be an elite wide receiver. There's, There's no doubt in my mind. I completely agree. Are there any kind of uh, any notable individuals you'd like to bring up? Yeah, I would. I would certainly like to bring up um, um, a couple of players. Maybe not for the uh, for the best of um, performances, but I think um, <laughs> I think Marquise Brown is someone worth worth noting. Um, he, he he did drop oh, oh, oh. arguably no. three touchdown passes. Surely, Don't well, remind me. definitely two. And um, I did see on Lamar Jackson's Instagram they were they were working on that on the plane, um, so thank God. But yeah, um, you know he he would have been the the top scorer of the week if he'd have caught those three passes alone. They were all fifty plus bombs for for two scores minimum. So hopefully that stuff um, that stuff stops. But yeah, that was a a performance that if. If performed properly, would have been it would have been absolutely legendary. Yeah, that's that really screwed me over in in the one of our leagues. Um, <laughs> the only loss I had this week actually was partly due to that. I mean, my opponent I think outscored me by about I can't remember whether it was twenty five points or something similar, but 
those two catches uh, for, for for the distance, six points each. What's that? Twelve. Yeah. And the receptions, fourteen, and then whatever the yards are, you know, it, it would have put me a hell of a lot closer. It doesn't bear and thinking just, about. <laughs> it doesn't. Just watching it in real time, I was screaming at the TV because one of them was a sit. Like he literally, all he had to do was close his hands around yeah. it, and he was in. And yeah. oh yeah, I'll not talk about it anymore because it wound no. me up. But I'm no the, professional, the, but I'd have, I'd have caught a couple of those. <laughs> yeah, I think the thing to take from this is. Yes, they were drops, and it, I think the game got in his head too much at the end of the day. He is a human, and I think yeah, after course, the first one, he was a little unsure, which which kind of led to the second, and then obviously the third. Hopefully he comes back with more confidence, but mm-hmm. the thing to take from it is Lamar Jackson is spotting those runs, and he's able to get the ball he's right where he needs to be. Yeah. So that's something to take comfort from, is that, that Jackson is improving, and it it was the receiver's fault, not Jackson's fault, mm. and that's that's a change. Uh, let's face it. So that's 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 a good thing, I think, uh, to take from that. Yeah, completely. I think the the only other, I think we've covered most of the the good and the bad. The only other sort of ones I'd um, I think I'd worth mentioning is I I did sort of sort of admire Saquon Barkley's performance. I know they lost again, um, but he did get in the end zone. 51 yards on the ground plus six catches. I thought he, he looked a little bit more like himself. Um, and then the other one that I thought was worth mentioning, although they won, um, Jameis Winston didn't convince me of much. Um, I don't know if you saw it, but the, the, the throw to, to Marquez Calloway when he was being dragged to the ground for a yeah, sack. Yeah. Not many <laughs> not many times <laughs> are you are you ridiculed by your, your head coach, Sean Payton, for, for throwing a touchdown pass, but it was it was one of the things that put him in a bad light in Tampa. Um I know they won twenty eight thirteen, which is comfortable, but Outside of outside of Kamara, should I say? I I don't really like anyone on this uh, on this Saints offense. No, I, I I would agree, and I did notice that Taysom Hill was making a few more appearances in the yes. game than before. So I think that's a, potentially a sign of things to come. But no, I agree. It was it was an absolutely ridiculous touchdown that should never have happened. Really, he was very very lucky that <laughs> so it, it went in his favor. Yeah, perfect. Okay. Um, Right, we'll press on, I guess, and and look look to next week, mm-hmm. which is good. Uh, yeah, week week four, crazy already. Um, <laughs> it's, it is mental. Uh, so the first one we'll start with is uh, is the Thursday night slash Friday morning over here in the UK game, which is uh, the Jaguars at the Bengals. Yeah, I mean, it's not the again, not the greatest of prime time Thursday night matchups, but. Given the performances so far by the by the Jaguars, I'm I'm predicting a fairly comprehensive Bengals win. Um, again, Jamar Chase, Joe Mixon, both must starts for me. Um, I think they're going to have um, pretty good matchups against that that fairly ropey Jags defense. Um, the one player I feel fairly confident in Jacksonville, um, and I'm glad even though I didn't start him this week, is, is Robinson finally sort of had seemed to have a coming out party last week with 25 plus points. Um, so I think yeah. Robinson is the only one I'd start on the Jags. Bengals, I'd be happy starting Burrow. I'd be happy starting Chase. I'd be happy starting Mixon, who is just behind Henry as the as sort of the, the league, league lead in rushing. Yeah, I 
don't really have much to elaborate on there. I just <laughs> hope to see quite a nice, uh, nice boost to, to Mixon's numbers. He's uh, the main thing that I'm concerned so. with this week. It would be <laughs> it'd be nice to to let him visit the end zone a couple of times too. Um, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see how things fare there. So the next one, um, well, who knows which way this one's going to go? The Jets <laughs> and the Titans. Uh, I think it's probably going to be a Titans win. Yep, I will not disagree with with you on that one. Uh, the Jets are god awful. Um, <laughs> when we discussed our our sort of rookie our rookie picks, I said Zach Wilson was going to be a bust, and based on three weeks, I know we're only three weeks in. That might be a crazy thing to spot, but he he, he hasn't looked good. I, I you know he's got the worst quarterback rate in the league. I know the Jets as a whole don't health, obviously with the improvement of say Sam Darnold for example but I yeah Titans win I'd be starting you know Derek Henry especially as the lead in Russia Tannehill's looked fairly good in the last few matchups um me myself I'm very very good about the the AJ Brown injury in the last game that did ruin a couple of matchups for me but yeah Titans win and I'll, I'll be starting all of my Titans players um obviously barring Brown if he if he's kept out for a bit yeah, I mean, it might even be worth a, a waiver pickup of the Titans, uh, Titans defense, I guess. Um, Zach Good Wilson call. having thrown uh, <laughs> an entire seven interceptions so far this season, uh, it might be might be one to uh, to try and try and go for. A good just, just gonna, I'm just going to reel off some of Zach Wilson's stats for you now. Uh, so he had two touchdowns in his first game. He's not yet had a touchdown since. He's had seven interceptions so far. Uh, he has had. 15 sacks as well and he's also fumbled the ball on an occasion um so yeah i think any basically stream any defense that that zach wilson is going up against at the moment solid solid tactics the the poor (laughs) lad is uh yeah he's he's struggling um (laughs) so next we've got the bears and the lions it's an nfc north showdown here um, the Lions are showing some flair, though. I do think that Goff and Hawkinson, especially, are uh, playing very well together. So this might be a good game to to play to play our our favourite underrated tight end. Yeah, I, yeah. I honestly, I, I mean, I think the first thing to mention is the Bears in their first performance with Fields as the starter was. Um, they were they, obviously it was it was a strange, strange matchup. You know, Fields got sacked. Um, what was it? Nine times. Um, they only completed. They completed less yards of offense than Justin Tucker's sixty-six yard winning field goal, <laughs> which was phenomenal. Yeah, let's one of the... not, Let's not put the man down. <laughs> no, mate. God, no. wow! What a, what a moment! It was one of the best moments of the season. And you know, you know, whenever with a kick you outscore an offense, that offense is in trouble. The Bears are in trouble, I think. I'm, I'm not sure what Matt Nagy's doing. I don't understand how he hasn't sort of come to grips with a system to include fields, given that he they spent s- such high draft capital on him. Um, I know the lines are on three, but I, I, I genuinely believe they, they get the win here. Um, like you said, Goff's played very well for me. Even though I don't like him, I, I do respect how he's played these first three games. Hawkinson, yeah, fantastic top five tight end for me. Um, and I, I don't really trust anyone on the Bears, perhaps except except David Montgomery. 
Yeah, um, I would agree with you. I feel I feel bad for Robinson and Robinson owners because you know, yeah. he is a phenomenal wide receiver, but he's just not getting the blood enough, and the Bears. No. The Bears' offense just isn't really clicking. As you say, Montgomery, I think, is the is the only safe option, but that's just because he has to get the ball at some point. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I would I would agree. Maybe the Lions will will take this one. Um, Dolphins and Colts, uh, uh, the next one. Um, that's going to be well. That's going to be an interesting one, I think. I, the Colts are not. I, I don't know. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not excited about the Colts. <laughs> no, no, nobody is. <laughs> no, um, yeah, I mean, this, in terms of matchups, I will pay close attention to. This probably isn't in the in the top ten. Um, obviously, the Dolphins struggling with, with injury. The Colts struggling also with injury with, you know, Wentz and his, his both broken ankles, basically. But, um, <laughs> Poor guy. The, the, you know the Dolphins. They, don't get me wrong. They put up a, a little bit of a fight last week against the Raiders. Um, you know, obviously Raiders sneaking out with that overtime win. But you know, Brissett put up a, a decent performance. Um, as much as that is a good thing, don't start any of your Dolphins players. I, I don't think any of them are going to come good for you. Um, on the Colts side of the ball. I don't mind starting Michael Pittman. I think whoever's the quarterback, I think he's going to see the volume of the targets. Um, I am still praying at some point that, that that Jonathan Taylor does have that sort of breakout game. Um, he's been a bit a bit subpar for me over these past few weeks, but those are the only two, Pittman and, and Taylor, that I'm even, even willing to consider starting in this matchup. Yeah, I mean, uh, we we all know that I have a soft spot for for Mr. Jalen Waddle, and he he got a lot of receptions last week. He just didn't get did. the yardage. Um, so, but that bodes well for him. I think there's there's some trust there. Um, so, I'd I'd maybe start him if you're uh, if you're out of options, like I may well be, depending on whether Deontay Johnson's back. Um, but yeah, no, I, I agree with you. I, neither neither offense really gets me excited. Um, I'm quite glad that in most leagues <laughs> no. I, I don't have a share in either of them, so we'll leave that <laughs> one where it is. The next one, uh, Vikings and Browns. Uh, that's going to be that's going to be an interesting one. That's that's two kind of very run heavy offenses battling it out. Yeah, um, I, I must admit I do I do love this matchup. I think it's going to be fairly high scoring. Um, the the Vikings, obviously, I know one and two. Um, but they're offensively, they've looked fantastic. Um, I know the Browns' defense has sort of been solid the last two weeks, but I don't think they've played an offense quite like the quite like the Vikings. Um, you know, the Bears obviously coming in with fields weren't great. Um, so yeah, pretty much any any offensive weapon, I am I am starting in this matchup. Um, Cousins, although we'll get past my hatred for him, I would start. Um, I'm starting, obviously, whoever the Vikings start running back, plus Thielen and, and Jefferson, Chubb, Hunt. Odell Beckham looked very decent, I thought, in his, in he his first action as well. Um, I'm, you know, it is a better league when he's in it. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much starting everyone in this matchup. I think it's going to be yeah. quite high scoring, um, and I wouldn't be surprised if either team got the win. I honestly can't call this one. Great assessment. Uh, next up, we've got Falcons, and they're playing the uh, the Washington football team. Um, oh, God. Um, 
<laughs> I was wait, I was waiting for the res- response. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think oh god is the thing to start with, isn't it? Like, the who Falcons. would you take? I do, I do think in this one that the Falcons. No, you know what? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Washington. The, the Falcons only just squeaked out the Giants with a with a three point victory on the field goal. Um, they didn't look convincing, um, which is what what I thought they would do. Um, I've not been impressed with Ryan Ridley, although he's elite. Has struggled. Pitts has been a massive waste of time, and Mike Davis has let me down in almost every league I've I've seen. Um, so Washington, with their relatively solid defense, I think the Falcons struggle. And outside of Ridley on the Falcons, I'm I'm really not happy starting anyone in in this matchup. Um, outside of Ridley and you know Antonio Gibson. Um, has looked has looked very solid. He had the he had the long passing passing touchdown uh, last week, which was which was very good. Yeah, no, I would I would agree. It was nice that Gibson was getting some action because he's been compared to last year at least. I guess he's a bit been underwhelming. Yeah, quiet. Yeah, he's not yet reached over twenty points. Um, but last week was a, a good sign. He's kind of doubled. Well, <laughs> he got as many points last week as he had in the pre- previous two games, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> So, uh, so hopefully that's a sign of sign of improvement. But going up against the the Falcons, then, yeah, uh, I think I think he's got a good chance of uh, shining in in that offense. Uh, next up, we've got Bills versus Texans. Surely Josh Allen carries oh, on his incredible form now. I mean, yeah, this is like I briefly alluded to earlier. Um, I mean, yeah, Josh Allen's gonna dominate this matchup. Um, I yeah. You start. You starting Allen. You starting Diggs. Dawson Knox had a very nice catch last week. Um, Sanders and Beasley in deeper leagues. I'm, I'm not starting anyone on the Texans, obviously. Um, outside <laughs> of Brand, outside of Brandon Cooks, if you are really struggling for for depth. Um, but yeah, the Bills dominate this matchup um, by a by a very high margin. I think. I think again, Josh Allen has a has a 25-plus point performance. And, yeah, the, the Bills absolutely steamroll the Texans in this one. Yeah, I agree. I'm really looking forward to this game, to be honest, just just for that reason. It's going to be it's gonna be great. Hopefully the Bills offense just starts cooking and uh, doesn't stop yeah. until the very end. Um, then we've got kind of a, a bit of a <laughs> meh matchup in the Saints and the Giants. Yeah, I honestly do do feel kind of bad for for Giants fans because you know Daniel Daniel Jones having watched all three of his performances in isn't isn't playing that bad. Um, you know he, he's throwing the ball actually you know relatively well um, and not throwing as many interceptions as he has done in previous years. But I just think with with Sean Payton um, they sh- they should be back to full strength in terms of coaching. I believe. Um, Although Winston has struggled again, I, I can't see anyone but the Saints winning this matchup. Um, but again, it is a weird one in that I'm I'm not really willing to start anyone but Kamara, and and again maybe Saquon Barkley uh, manages to pop a pop a touchdown in a loss. But apart from that, it's it's a pretty as you said underwhelming matchup for everyone. Yeah. I've got nothing to add to that really um, it's a shame well there is one it thing is. it's a shame that Kenny Galladay hasn't <laughs> really come out and, and and been the golden child that everyone expected him to be I'm not really sure who Daniel Jones' favourite target is to be honest I guess it's Shepard 
but at the minute, I, yeah. I don't know. It just seems to be he just doesn't seem to have that that primary wide receiver, which you know, in real life, fair enough, doesn't matter. But obviously, we're talking fantasy, and in fantasy terms, you kind of want that reliable production, and none of those wide receivers really give me that uh, that no. sense of of comfort. Uh, so then we have a very interesting matchup, which is Eagles versus Chiefs. Chiefs. So both you and I are big fans of, of Jalen Hurts, who who struggled um, struggled last week, but did turn it round, which seems to be his way um, towards the end, at least from a fantasy perspective. And he, you know, he's playing a Chiefs defense that hasn't really been performing all too well. Um, so this could be a quite a high scoring matchup with a little bit of luck anyway uh, yeah yeah completely agree I think that the best assessment of this game is the, the Chiefs bounce back and, and get the win um, but you know Hurts is averaging you know, nearly 29 points per game um, I think the Chiefs win and I think most of your, your favourite Chiefs offensive stars have a good game um, especially given what the Eagles gave up against the Cowboys but I, I would be happy starting Hertz in this matchup, even though I know they're probably going to lose. Um, I think Hertz probably pops another 25-point game, but they probably still lose by two touchdowns. Mahomes bounces back. There's no way in like in any universe the Chiefs drop to, to one and three in this in this situation. They they get the win, but I think Hertz puts on a, a decent showing um, and gets 25 points or so. Good assessment. Next up, Cowboys and Panthers. Um, I was reading a stat earlier that the Panthers' defense have barely given up. I think it's less than twenty-five it's points crazy, total crazy, isn't it? to, to yeah. running backs, which <laughs> is mental and doesn't bode well for our, our dear friend Ezekiel Elliott. Elliott this week. No, I think this is honestly one of the more interesting matchups of the week because although the Cowboys' offense and and Prescott has looked spectacular, I am very you know, very surprised and, and happy about how the Panthers have played. I think um, Darnold's looked like an absolute new man, um, and the defense at the minute, like you said, is, is is first in the league. I believe just be just ahead of the Broncos in terms of in terms of yards and points. So um, I think it's going to be a very close matchup. Um, I I I tend to lean towards believing that Prescott manages to get it done over Darnold. Um, but I do think this is a fairly low score and a fair. Um, and as a Zeke owner myself, I must admit, if I if I have a slightly better option, I think I'm I'm taking the slightly better option over Zeke in this matchup. Yeah, I, I would agree. I'm a little bit worried as uh, in one of in one of my primary leagues, I do have Ezekiel Elliott as my RB one, so. I'm feeling like this might be a tricky game uh, to, to, to watch, a difficult one for me, but we'll see how things go. But no, yeah, I agree with you. Uh, great assessment there. So next up, we have the uh, 49ers against the Seahawks. Yeah, I mean, again, like we alluded to earlier, the Seahawks, um, and Russell Wilson in particular has played fantastically. He leads the league in quarterback rating. Um, and he's been obviously dishing it about to Metcalf and Lockett sort of at will. Um, but the defense is atrocious. Um, there's there's no there's no other <laughs> yeah. way to 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 cover it. The defense has been atrocious. Um, and until even until they even slightly improve, um, as much as I don't think the 49ers 
are a better team on the whole. I I wouldn't be shocked if they win this one just through um, their defense being better and them being a bit more a bit more consistent as a whole as a team. Um, I will I will start Wilson. I'll start you know Metcalf and and Lockett. Um, but I think the Seahawks lose this one, drop to one and three, and in that division. If you drop if you drop to one and three, I think they they are almost they're almost out of it already, which is is tough to say. Yeah, no, I agree. Forty um, nine is wise. I do think obviously Brandon Ayuk had a decent game. For the Finally first got time in the end season. zone. Thank God. Game, <laughs> Debo Samuel's been playing well. Um, Kittle, we all know that he's capable of great things. So yeah, I agree with you. I think that. They're, they're, they, as an offense, might not be quite as, as prolific as the Seahawks are, but I think when you take it down to the defense, then... That's when it comes in. Yeah, that, that's that's where the differential lies. Uh, next, we've got two two powerhouses in the, the LA Rams against the Arizona Cardinals. I mean, and yeah, this is, this is as it was last week uh, with the Rams versus the, the Buccaneers. I think this is probably matchup of the week. Um, I think the Rams win, go to four and zero, um, but that's purely based on the fact that I think Stafford is is at the minute anyway. I'm not sure what your take is, but Stafford at the minute is my is my MVP. He's playing fantastic football. The defense is balling. You know, Sean McVay is hyped. Um, they're undefeated under McVay if they lead at the half. As as good as Murray is, and he's probably my second choice for MVP. Um, I think the Rams as a whole are a better team, um, and I think Stafford Cup um, they're must starts. Murray is yeah. obviously a must start as well because um, he's just you know an electric dynamic player. Um, but I think the Rams get the win um, and, and and go to four and zero just because they're yeah they seem to be a fantastic well oiled machine at the minute. It's crazy, isn't it, that they've kind of they had the loss of of Cam Akers. Things weren't looking too good for them at the start of the season yeah. yet. They've kind of and, come out and fighting. The fact that they've beaten the the previous, you know, the, the, the defending champions, yeah, uh, just shows how Crazy well they've done. And, and Daryl Henderson as well. I mean, I know he didn't play last week, um, but he's he's kind of he's up there. I think he was a top ten RB option until Correct. he's uh, until he had some injury. time off. But yep. yeah, yeah, um, the 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 playing so well. I think D Hop as well. I don't think he can uh, must start. I don't think he can one of the uh, best. Kind of, Sit, sit, mute. Can you? No matter what no. happens. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, he he should be he should be electric. But as you say, I think the Rams' defense is uh, going to prove difficult for Murray to to counter. Uh, so then we've got the Packers against the Steelers. Um, yeah, will Aaron Rodgers keep going, or will he have met his match in quite a sturdy defense uh, in the Steelers? Yeah, um, you've summed it up well there. But I I think it is the the first option I think I think Rogers Rogers I think tears them apart um <laughs> not not so much because the Steelers defense is is gonna sort of weaken but I just it, it you know if you say it's gonna be Rogers versus versus Roethlisberger I mean Roethlisberger's just looked dreadful for me um I think as good as the Steelers defense is I don't think they're good enough to to carry him anymore um, so I think, yeah, I think Rogers has a rel- relatively pedestrian game like he did um, this week. A couple of touchdowns, keeps it turnover free. 
but I, I just don't think Roethlisberger is, is good enough anymore. Um, but based on last week's performance, I'm I'm very happy starting G. Harris. I think if Roethlisberger starts to to go downhill a bit, I think he's going to be looking for that security blanket. And you know, 14 receptions on 19 targets for a running back is 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 mental volume. So happy really starting is. Harris. Um, but I think I think the Packers, Rogers, Adams. I think I think they get the win. Yeah, I do think that Deontay Johnson will be playing this week, so I, I, we might see a cut into the targets for for Harris. But I think even with with uh, some of his targets gone, he's still going to be a formidable uh, asset uh, for yeah. that team. So we'll see how that goes. And then we've got your boys in the Broncos playing the Ravens. Yeah, and the yeah, you know, I've had a. I've had a lot of stick sent to me, uh, you know, various uh, memes and whatnot about the the Broncos not playing a a team that's actually won a game yet. But the the defense speaks for itself. I think I think Bridgewater's been fantastic. Hasn't turned it over yet. Seventy six percent of his passes, um, four touchdowns. Um, defense is second only to to the Panthers, I believe. Um, I think this I think this is a tough game. For you know, for Lamar Jackson, um, I think I think the Broncos get the win here um, in a very very low scoring affair. But I just think the Broncos' defense, based on how Lamar's played, and I know they got the win against the Lions, but I I still I still didn't like what I saw. Um, if 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 that if that makes any sense, I think Justin Tucker got them that win. Um, I know Jackson made that 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 play on fourth down, but he he, he didn't look convincing to me in in a game they very very much should should have dominated. So I think I think the Broncos go four zero in a in an under twenty point sort of each type of game. Yeah, sounds like a good assessment. <laughs> um, we just need to hope as well that if uh, if any targets go in Hollywood Brown's direction, he manages he catches to catch them. Catch them this time. <laughs> <laughs> then we've got um, kind of a battle of the defences, I guess. Um, the the game that a lot of people have been talking about as it's a bit of a homecoming, I guess, for Brady uh, is yeah. the Patriots against the Buccaneers. So yeah. it's the the young the young versus the old. Uh, the the former prodigy has has moved to pastures new. He's returning to his. Uh, <laughs> To the place he made his name, and uh, yeah, I, I can't see any other outcome than a Buccaneers win with this. I'm, I must say. Uh, yeah, couldn't couldn't agree more. Uh, as much as Belichick is a is the the goat of coaches, should we say? Um, Mac Jones was you know you know thirty thirty attempt uh, sorry fifty one attempts thirty completions, but three picks, one of them oh, a good. pick six against the Saints. Um, the, the Buccaneers defense plus Brady, um, especially coming off a loss to the Rams, uh, yeah, this this is a rough matchup for Mac Jones for me, and I think the the Buccaneers dominate this one, and I'm yeah, apart from the Buccaneers backfield, which we've made clear is is dreadful, um, yeah, you you starting everyone in this one, <laughs> yeah, oh no, I agree completely. Uh, and then finally, the last game of the week will be uh, the Chargers versus the versus Raiders. The Raiders. And you know, last year this perhaps wouldn't have been as exciting a matchup, but I mean, Herbert's absolutely balling. 
Um, and Derek Carr is also born, and he's probably he's probably yeah. top five in MVP voting. So this could actually be one of the games of the week. Um, I must admit, if I was if I was putting my money on it, I think I think Herbert probably outduels Carr in this one. I'd agree. Um, but mm-hmm. again, I think it, it I think this one could be fairly high scoring again. You know, Mike Williams lit it up. Keenan Allen's a must start every week. He's 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 almost match up proof. Um, but Derek Carr has proven um, against some pretty good defences in the Ravens and the Steelers um, that he can almost do what he wants. So I think you're starting pretty much most of the offensive weapons. Um, you know, Eckler, Waller, um, Ruggs perhaps in deeper leagues. I think the Chargers get the win, but I think it's it's probably a fairly high-scoring matchup for, for both teams. Yeah, great assessment. So that's next week. I can't wait for it to start. Um, we'll see how things pan out, but I'm especially looking forward to uh, to that Rams Cardinals game and uh, and the Patriots Buccaneers game as well. To be honest, I probably won't be watching it given the the time difference, but it'll be interesting <laughs> to watch the highlights of that in the morning. Um, so next up, I guess we we finish off with our usual our little uh, discussion about how our dynasty went this week and uh, how we think it's going to go next week. So um, I'd just like to start off by saying I have reclaimed the number one spot in the standings. I know everybody was God panicking. You. you know they were thinking, you know, is Connor is Connor really doing all right? You know, he's not he's not keeping up to his usual form. But huh. I've I've regained it, guys. It's it's fine. Um, but the interesting <laughs> thing is, no team no team has gone uh, unbeaten in Dynasty no. this year. Um, it's it's very it's a very level playing field. Um, but yeah, unfortunately, you uh, you suffered from from a bit oh, of an injury God. crisis. Yeah, yeah, it's not yeah. going so well for you. I mean, I guess yeah, I'll um, I'll cover. I'll, I guess I'll cover my matchup first if I've got to. Um, yeah, I'm not I'm not having as as good a season as I should. Although statistically, I'm the fourth highest point scorer. I am somehow on three. Um, but that's because I just seem to keep hitting people on their absolutely worldy weeks which 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 does happen um but AJ Brown going down and getting point three points um did literally cost me my matchup so we'll see what yeah, happens um but I must admit I am I am projected a heavy 20 point win against Lewis he's obviously had CMC go down um and since then he's traded for Tuba Hubbard off me but um, that does affect his team somewhat and I think if everyone performs to stand in, um, even if I've got to swap Brown out for, say, you know, Jamar Chase or, you know, Jones, Fuller, whatever, I think I think I should be able to bounce back this week and uh, and get back on track. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, I think, uh, well, it sounds like everybody you're with would agree with that too. Um, <laughs> so, um, <laughs> Yeah, it was it was an interesting week. Um, fairly low scoring for me, um, but I unfortunately beat Lewis, as you say. He he lost McCaffrey to the injury, which which really helped me out. And his other main yeah. main guys, uh, Jonathan Taylor and Calvin Ridley. Ridley obviously We're playing dreadful. on an absolutely horrendous <laughs> offense at the minute. Amazing player, not great team. And Jonathan Taylor's just not really. Yeah, he's not really done what we wanted him to do. I, I suffered a little bit though in some ways. Joe Mixon was was kind mm-hmm. of held in check this week. Eckler did all right, um, but Stefan Diggs again he wasn't he didn't get a touchdown so that didn't put his points up. 
Kelsey got less than projected, even though he still got 18 points. It's, that's, uh, r- that's rare. Not- <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, David Montgomery, again, held in check. Robert Woods, he's uh, kind of been passed on in favour of uh, Cooper Cup. Jalen Hurts did okay, and then Justin Tucker had that phenomenal game. And oh my uh, god! Unfortunately, he did get Just he insane. did miss a field goal, but he he then he then scored a sixty six yard <laughs> record shattering field goal. So he did he did really well. Uh, another couple of notable um, issues on Lewis's team was obviously Amari Cooper was kind of passed up in favour of Schultz and uh, Justin Fields, as you say that Matt Nagy. Oh, game God, plan was, just didn't seem to be a game plan at was, all. It was um, painful. <laughs> yeah, there's not no other way to describe it. So, so Lewis was quite unlucky there, really. Tom absolutely smashed it, but you're going to smash it if your QB one is Josh Allen and your QB two is Justin Herbert. Yeah, they put up the majority of, of the points. Absolutely crazy. Uh, I think they, those two players alone accounted for a third of his total points. Uh, for his team, and then he had Ezekiel Elliott, who obviously had a great game. Good God. Jones, who played fairly well, <laughs> uh, and then Chase Claypool played pretty well too. Uh, so they're kind of highlights from from Tom's team, uh, and he was playing Sam, um, who unfortunately didn't have anybody who made a particular impact. I suppose. <laughs> no. uh, I think everybody on his team, unfortunately, was below expectations, below aside power. from Goddard, who kind of met met expectations, and then. Uh, Gay, the uh, kicker from from the LA Rams, was above expectations. So unlucky for Sam there. Uh, but yeah, Tom, Tom just Very well. I think he was the, he was the highest scorer this week, so it wouldn't have mattered who who Sam faced. Uh, you know, he would have come up against you know coming up against Tom. Just yeah, I don't think any of us wanted to this week because it would have been a surefire loss. James played pretty well. Um, 175 total okay. points for James this week, which is very nice. Very Energy Harris win. obviously broke out. He did well. Saquon Barkley also played well. Exactly. Uh, Mattison yeah. as well. He was a he was a kind of star Madison, underdog. Great star. As we've been saying, Derek Carr's been playing incredibly well too. Uh, the only kind of the only blemish on on the team for James really was Sterling Shepard, who only managed two catches for 16 yards. But aside from that, he had a very nice uh, nice lineup there. I think the only thing that he could have done better is maybe swap out uh, Shepard, who could have been in a flex spot uh, for Swift yeah. and Swift put up 23 points, which would have just Swapped elevated him yeah. very nicely. And he was playing against Alex uh, was James, and Alex put up a, a kind of modest goal, but but a fairly decent one. Antonio Gibson did all right. Um, Joe Burrow was kind of all right again. Monte Adams, though, was probably the star of, of Alex's team. Average. It's nice to see him hitting, hitting his form again at 32 points. Oof. Absolutely crazy. Uh, and then Andrews as well. Mark Andrews kind of has started to show his colours as a decent tight end again after a quite a disappointing start to the season otherwise. Um... Then we go on to the the Battle of the Brothers. It was Kieran versus Rohan, and Kieran, unfortunately... Dan Carlson, again. Yeah, Kieran came down to uh, to a 2-1. and one. He was he was 2-0. and oh. He was defeated by his brother. There's, I'm sure there's, there's some kind of biblical story about brothers fighting each other and 
yeah, I wish I could compare to it, but unfortunately, all we have <laughs> to compare to is is In Rohan and Kieran, who <laughs> undoubtedly are, are godlike beings of their own. So you know they can they can forge their own story and tell their grandchildren about this great week three battle. Um, but yeah, we had Tom Brady with a with a great game. Clyde edwards alaire actually played well. He he was quite quite Very good to watch for a change. He yards. still fumbled it, which you know, come on, but <laughs> uh, you know he's playing to. Carson played well. Metcalf obviously played well. Thielen, that touchdown, put his number up nicely. Mike Evans. Rob Gronkowski is kind of chilled a little bit after a very yeah, spicy a couple bit. of games. But I Tyler think we were Lockett, all expecting that. a down game. Yeah, yeah. Lockett was, was quite... You know, he got all of his... his uh, he, he managed to catch all of the targets, but there were only four of them. Uh, and Kyle Pitts, as we were saying before, he's just kind of... Subpar. He is, yeah. And as we keep saying on this podcast, he is in the Superflex spot. Stick Garoppolo in. I know it's only 13 points, but it's better than five. <laughs> and <laughs> Kieran, uh, <laughs> Kieran with uh, with Kyler Murray, who had a, a below-par game, I guess, for, for Kyler. Um, By his Hines, yeah. What, what happened with Hines? Points. You get crazy. Five catches, touchdown. It's a very good, very good... I know he lost, but it's a very good start from Kieran. Yeah. Very, very well. He he has well. He until this week was was all us really with his with with his two and zero. So he's he's really proven me wrong. Um, after after writing him off at the start of the season, I I, I can only apologise, Kieran. Brandon Cooks, twenty one points, fantastic. Uh, C D Lamb was quite disappointing with with only nine point five. But again, it was it was that pesky Dalton who was uh, stealing all the catches and touchdowns. So we're probably not going to see that every week. So Lamb should be back up there. No. Um, Robbie Anderson, very disappointing game. One catch for eight yards. Oof, that's a tough one, especially against the Houston Texans. Kirk Cousins though, another fantastic performance from the man. A very good performance from Kirk Cousins. He he is just (laughs) unfortunately Jack. He he's he's (laughs) Mister Consistent. He's he's putting up he's putting up them points and uh, he's he's he reliable. He you can't go wrong with him. Uh, so yeah, some good good points there. And interesting, interestingly, uh, Darnold is on uh, Kieran's bench, but he has been playing pretty well and oh, he got twenty three points last week. So Kieran can be quite confident that when the time comes for for bye weeks, he can slip Dalton in, and Dalton's going to perform very well in the stead of Cousins or or Murray there. Um, and then finally, it's uh, yourself against against uh, our good friend, Mr. Elliot. Would you like to uh, Would you like to go through uh, this this matchup yourself, or would you like me to run through it on your? No, own? I'll 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 go through it. <laughs> I mean, obviously, it was it was only a it was a twelve point win for Elliot. Um, but like like I alluded to, I think you know AJ Brown getting point three and going out the game first quarter really did. Uh, Really, just did just end my week. If I'd started anyone else um, in that in that flex spot, which he was in, you know, if I'd have started Zach Moss, James Robinson, Hunt, Cord- in Cordaro Patterson, Cole Beasley, even got eleven catches for God's sake. DJ Chark, so and anyone else, if he hadn't got injured, I'd I'd have I'd have been pretty pretty comfortable, I reckon, in this matchup. Um, so hopefully, hopefully AJ Brown's injury is not too uh, 
not too serious, but um, I'm fairly confident I can bounce back next week. It, it is just one of those very, very frustrating weeks for me. Yeah, it's uh, it is frustrating, and it's it's a huge, huge shame because you you weren't far off, as you say. Your your points are the fourth best in in the league, uh, but I think you've had the the most points against. So it is just the look of yeah. the draw, I guess, um, which is which is unfortunate. Uh, but we'll have a look at next week. How 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 do you fare next week? As as you said earlier, I think it's Lewis that you're playing. It is. So you are predicted 19 points more, and Lewis obviously mm-hmm. is struggling a little bit without the uh, the leadership of Christian McCaffrey on the team. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, let's um, let's go through next week's. I think yeah, I think I I bounce back this week, um, and I think even even looking to his bench, I don't think there's any changes he could make that that change the score too much. I think for me, it's just getting that flex spot down. So whether whether AJ Brown is out or not, I would probably swap. Um, you know, Jamar Chase or or Robinson in, and I, th- I think I probably end up having a a fairly comfortable win. I hope um, getting on the board, and then yeah, that's my that that's my season kick started from there. I hope. Yeah, with a little bit of luck, it'll be good to get a, a nice win under the belt. <laughs> um, but I'm sure Lewis will be hoping for a a nice little flash of brilliance from the likes of Calvin Ridley and uh, Jonathan Taylor. So. Uh, I do favour you in this one, but I'm not going to rule Lewis out. He does have some very good players, uh, yeah. and all it takes is uh, stout defending from some of your your players' main opponents, and uh, it could be quite a tight one. But we'll see. That's it. Um, and then we've got Tom against Kieran, and uh, Oof, this is a, this is predicted to be a 35 point <laughs> yeah. blowout. It's a battering, and isn't it? <laughs> it is. I mean, if I'm honest, I think Josh Allen and, and Justin Herbert alone with with the uh, with the way they're playing, I think that Such puts Kieran at an immediate disadvantage. So, and Kyler is playing the Rams. So one of Kieran's key players is playing one of the best defenses in the league. So it's 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 going to be a tricky one for Kieran. Mm. Um, Tom obviously is going to look be looking to consolidate on that two and one that he's he's on there. He'll want to be trying to go for that bye week. Mm. He does have a very good team. We've discussed it before. The players that he Very has, um, he could be let down by Ezekiel Elliott this week. However, um, but aside from that, I think he's got some pretty favourable matchups ahead. So I, I do think that this is probably going to be a victory for Tom. Yeah, yeah, completely agree. I think Tom's got you know he's got some absolutely electric players, like you said, Alan Herbert. Um, you look at Tyreek Hill. He's had a he's had a couple of down weeks, to be fair, which is is not something we see from him. Um, plus Aaron Jones, plus Darren Waller. Um, yeah. Um, I think I think Tom's team is is probably too much for Kieran this week, and Tom goes to to three and one fairly comfortably in that one. Yeah, I agree. And then we have quite probably the 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 game of the week for our league is is probably Elliot against James, who. It's a very tight margin of five points in favour of Elliot, but these are two two teams that that are very good. Obviously, James mm-hmm. now has the G Harris, who seems to have broken out. Saquon Barkley's back to his his well, almost back to his old form. He's yeah, well, maybe maybe I'll take that back. He's on his way back. He, he's not quite there yet. <laughs> um, but on the other side, we have Dalvin Cook. If if Dalvin Cook plays, that'll be a great boost to to Elliot's team. 
Derek, who's fantastic, and well, we've been through Against Elliot's the Jets. several times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I mean, Derek has put up what a forty odd point game against me the other week. I'm pretty sure he's probably going to do the same again uh, this week if he gets half a chance. As soon as he just pushes off the first couple of defenders, the rest of them just give up. It's just not worth getting shoved into the ground. So. <laughs> Yeah, I I think Elliot has more players that have higher Agreed. ceilings this week. Um, so I do think it's going to be a win for L. Mm-hmm. But I do think James's team's got the capacity to put up a very good fight. Uh, and if Alan Robinson uh, is going to kind of come back in any capacity, it would be against the Lions. So we can we can hope. Um, but yeah, I do think it's going to be a win for, for L. Um, and then we have... Next up, it's uh, Rohan against Alex, and this is another tight one, a margin of eight predicted points. Very tight. Um, Rohan's been playing well, uh, aside from the loss, the loss to my good self <laughs> uh, in in week one. Um, he's he's just he's been playing very 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 well. Um, good team and, and good receivers. Yeah, basically he has two teams on his team and that they comprise the Seahawks <laughs> and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers so as long as those two teams play well I think the Buccaneers are going to play well against New England to be honest and and I do also think that as Very we were saying so. before I think Wilson's got the capacity to put up some good numbers against uh, San Francisco so high scoring game there and then Alex obviously has has his team that comprises uh, the likes of Burrow, who's against Jacksonville, so that's a great matchup for him. Good uh, matchup. We've also got Chubb against Minnesota, so he's got a good chance too. And then Gibson, as we were saying before, again, I think against any team, Atlanta's one that he can put up some good points against. <laughs> and then Devontae Adams as well, <laughs> uh, who's, who's almost proof. always great. Yeah, yeah. so I think, uh, again, I, I might go out on a limb here and say that I think... Alex might pit Rohan to the post, but we'll review that in next week's podcast. I might be very wrong, but I just no. I, I think f- I like that. I get the feeling he's got some good matchups. Yeah, I, I think if New England crumble against Tampa, I can see them just kind of running the clock down. They won't be putting the numbers up. They'll just yeah, be trying getting to rid keep, of the, keep the starters by the fourth quarter type thing. They're gonna just be going for game management yeah. and kind of showing off in front of uh, in front of Brady's old head coach. Um, so I think I think Belichick would just get annoyed, um, and I, I wouldn't put it past Bruce Arians to play in an annoying manner just to just to wind him up. To be honest, so while they are almost certainly going to win, I don't know if they're going to win by putting up a load of points or not. So we'll see. Um, I'm going to back Alex this week just because uh, I, I I've got a good that. feeling about it. But yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, Rohan. Please don't hate me. Uh, and then finally, we have Your myself matchup. against Sam. Uh, and this is probably well, going to be a 47-point blowout. Um, so yeah. Uh, let's have a look. I mean, Again, yeah, as we said before, got... Sam, you go ahead, go ahead. I think Sam. Yeah, I mean, you, he's got Jackson, you know, which he had, he had a down game against Detroit. I think he's got a t- tough matchup against Denver. Um, Sam's done a nice job of sort of filling in his, his his spots with you know Michelle with with Henderson going down, but I think he's he, he's too reliant on say for example Julio and Smith Schuster. 
and Galladay finally going off. Whereas if I, if if I look across to to your side of the table, you know Kelsey and Mahomes are definitely going to do well. Um, Mixon has got a fantastic matchup against Jacksonville. Um, Monty, um, David Montgomery's got a fantastic matchup against Detroit. And yeah, as as we covered in our earlier sort of matchup uh, run throughs, I think Jalen Hurts, although they they lose to KC, I think he has a fantastic points game against uh, against Kansas. So I think I think you probably do do win this. Although although maybe it won't be as 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 far as forty eight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would be nice to be that far for for me. Maybe it would. Just, so. <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll we'll see how things go there. Um, so yeah, that's that's next week lined up. I'm excited. It'll be good to good to watch it. Uh, we are both on a stag, aren't we, on the Saturday? So I think Ooh, watching football exciting. on the Sunday is going to be a fantastic hangover. Nice relief. So <laughs> yeah, so we'll watch it with great interest. And as always, we'll uh, we'll see you next time. Um, thank you for listening. Thank you, Jack, for joining. I, I appreciate you're on holiday, and I think some of our listeners will have will have heard some of the merriment going on in the background. So I'm sure they're grateful that. <laughs> That you took it. yourself away <laughs> <laughs> for an hour to, to chat to me about football. Uh, but no, go back and enjoy yourself and, and thanks again. And uh, yeah, thank you to everyone who's listening and we will see you on the other side. Yeah.